Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello and welcome to the show. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I have not tried this before, but I am going to do this episode without any preparation. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit lead 100%. The reason why I feel the need to do this is because of the topic. And I want you listeners to experience even what it's like for me as a Christian and how the Holy Spirit can actually use us and speak through us. Last week's episode on Monday was how to receive and keep your mental health healing. I talked about the different steps and how we can receive the healing, but then what do we do to actually keep it? Because a lot of times we get healed, we feel free, and then it comes right back. So make sure to go back and check this episode out. And then on Thursday, I had an amazing guest, Harmony Klingenmeyer, and she talked about how we can get freedom from the orphan spirit, which is actually what I'm going to dive more into today. Please sign up for my email list. Go to www.heidimortensenlmft.com. That is spelled H-E-I-D-I-M-O-R-T-E-N-S-O-N. LMFT.com and put your name and your email in there. I will not send more than one a week, if that, I promise. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and then also on YouTube. Please write a review for this podcast on Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen at. I'm so grateful for those of you who already have. And thank you so much for those who have purchased my book, The Brave Encourager, and for those of you who have written a review for it. As of this recording, I'm up to 30 book reviews and my goal is to get to 50. So I have 20 more to go. So please make sure to leave a review if you have not. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, I welcome you right now to be with the listeners wherever they are at. Guide them to hear from you because you say, my sheep hear my voice. Align us, Holy Spirit, with the identity of being a son or a daughter. I pray, Lord, for the listeners to leave everything that they are dealing with right now on the foot of the cross. Just get rid of everything, any baggage, any lies, any stresses that you have going on, just give it to Jesus. Put it at the foot of the cross. And as they give it to you, I declare the blood of Jesus that that blood just takes that, cleanses the listeners, that you are made new. When we give our life to Jesus, we're born again. And so that means there's always this ability to get this exchange. We give him our stuff, he fills us up. So right now, Holy Spirit, I pray for you to fill in the listeners with your peace, with your love, with your joy. Just align them with your truth. I pull from heaven into the listeners' lives right now. And I declare that you are excellent of soul, that you are whole, you are healthy, you are wise, you are capable, you are brilliant, you are beautiful, you are handsome. You are more capable than your brain even thinks. 
because the Holy Spirit lives inside of you and is guiding you in everything that you are doing. Way to go on the books that you've read, the podcasts you've listened to, the devotions that you've read, the prayers that you've prayed, the times that you've spent with your kids or with your friends or with your family. The Lord sees it all. He sees your heart. He even sees when you haven't always made the greatest choices. And he loves you. He doesn't care. There isn't anything that he would say, oh, well, this isn't okay. Everything is covered under the blood of Jesus. And so just allow yourself to just be in that position of, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Just be in that position. This is who I am. Even if it's just for a moment and you come back to, if you want to take back those old lies at the end of this podcast, you can do that. I've actually done that with clients before that I've worked with, where the trauma was just so heavy, it was almost too good to be true, to be in that peaceful place. It's almost like you're not even ready for it, if that makes sense. It's like your 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 soul isn't able to receive it because you're still believing the old lies of I'm not worthy. And so just notice that is that as I was praying, if that was hard for you to receive, that's okay. Don't allow that shame to come in because that's what the enemy wants to do. Just know, okay, there's some things there that thumb some lies there that I need to break. No big deal. We're going to get to them. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for revealing that. Anytime he reveals something to us, it's just an opportunity for us to grow, for us to become more like him. Just like what it talks about in John 15, he takes away our dead branches. So God, we thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do in this podcast. I pray that you guide me to speak whatever it is that the listeners need in this podcast. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Really, I probably could just pray <laughs> the whole podcast and this whole time. But I did actually want to dive a little deeper into what Harmony Klingenmeyer talked about on the episode from last Thursday. So if you have not listened to her episode, please make sure to go check it out. She shared her testimony of abandonment, rejection, and she calls this the orphan spirit. A lot of times we believe lies, we're not worthy, and we carry depression, we carry anxiety and anger, and even offense towards other people and bitterness. And there's just a lot of things that we're really frustrated with other people, and it comes from an orphan spirit. It doesn't mean that what other people have done to us isn't okay. So I'm not excusing abuse, I'm not excusing trauma, but what happens is that person, whoever it is that hurt us, they go on with their life and they leave, and we are left with abandonment, with rejection, with all sorts of mental health issues that we sit and think, man, I've got so many problems. Man, if only I would have said no to this, or if I would have stopped this, if I would have asked someone. And so we have all these lies and all these excuses that we have because we're the problem, because our mind somehow feels better by being able to blame ourselves. And the problem was the trauma, the hurt, the rejection, the abandonment, whatever it is that happened to us wasn't our fault in the first place. For some of us, the trauma was really, really bad. So it was sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, divorce, parents leaving, really, really difficult trauma where it did leave you with a very significant abandonment. And then there's different levels and I'm not comparing the level of trauma is trauma, but what happens also with some families, and this is actually more common than not, 
is that we have an emotional, spiritual, physical, or mental need that wasn't met. And so because our parents were decent parents or our childhood was decent, we don't speak up that we had that need because we want to actually protect that parent or guardian. Now track with me here. Harmony actually talked about this, that in the place of us wanting to protect our parents, we don't speak up for the needs that we have. And this actually comes from a place of an orphan spirit. It comes from our parents having orphan spirit. Let me give you an example here. I actually had a personal example when I was in college where I was off to college for the first time and I miss my mom. I want to talk to my mom. Pretty normal for a college chick to want to talk to her mom. So I'd call my mom to talk to her and she was at work. Timing was not great, but she's busy. And in the midst of me talking to her, I didn't feel like she had time for me. She needed to work. So I then interpreted this to think that my mom doesn't have time for me. I'm not worthy. I'm not important. I didn't speak up and say my needs. My needs were emotionally, I need my mom to take some time to listen to me. Honestly, I probably needed five minutes for her to just say, oh, sweetie, how are you doing? Oh, honey, how's that class? How's that friend? How you doing? That would have been great if I had five minutes. But as a college student, I didn't know how to speak up for my needs. Here's the other thing. One is that we don't know how to speak up for our needs. The other thing is I am protecting her because I don't want her to feel bad. Okay, so here's where things get kind of messy. Let's say I did know how to speak up for my needs and I maybe did a little bit of therapy, but not enough to get rid of the orphan spirit. And so then let's say I'd speak up and I'd say, hey, mom, it hurts me when I call and you're busy and you don't have time for me. If she has an orphan spirit, her response will be, oh, oh gosh, what are you talking about? I have time for you. Or she'll defend herself and say, oh, I'm just so busy. You don't even understand what I'm dealing with. And she might respond that way. Those responses right there is an orphan spirit. If she is sitting at the face of Jesus, if she's in that place of intimacy with God, she does not have an orphan spirit, which means she knows whose child she is. She is a daughter of the king. Her college daughter will say, mom, I need some time with you. I, emotionally, I really need you to be there for me. I'm struggling. I need some time with you. She would respond with, oh, sweetie, I love you so much. Thank you for saying that to me. Come here and tell me what it is that you need. You know, if we're on the phone, she might say, what's going on? I've got all the time in the world for you. And she's present. She's emotionally able to have the capacity to give me what I need. I think most often we are over capacity. We're over our margins to be able to even give our loved ones what they need. And so if she responded that way, then I'm able to get my needs met. She's able to be the face of God for her daughter at that time. And as I'm sharing the story, I am not saying this to say my mom's this horrible mom and I'm this horrible daughter. I'm really just using this as an example because this is a really, really common thing. We don't speak up for what we need because we don't know who we are. We don't know that we actually have those needs. And then we are in this perpetual cycle of trying to somehow protect people and their identity that we don't even know what their identity is. But if we step back and we recognize who we are as a daughter or a son in the kingdom of God, we operate from that place of confidence 
of knowing who we are and being loved and parented by Papa God. And from that place flows, I know who I am, I know what I need, I know what I want. We can speak up to the people in our life and instead of being passive aggressive and getting angry with them for something that they don't even know that they did and they're supposed to read our mind, we can speak up and we can say, hey, you know what? I had a bad day. Can I just get like five minutes by myself? I really need that. Instead of, you know, stomping around the house, screaming at the kids, angrily yelling at your spouse, you're able to recognize the need that you have to go just take five minutes and sit at the feet of Father God. And that's okay. It's okay for us to have needs. It's okay for us to have desires that we need to feed. Let's say you're in a place where you don't have the capacity, or I shouldn't say capacity, but you don't have an ability to be able to even get that need if you're a single parent. Those are places where it's really, really hard. Okay, I'm at capacity. I can't even function. Then we need to get creative. Then you need to find people to be able to get that space. You need to ask God for the grace to get you through this time. God, I need courage. God, I need strength. But we still need to be going to the foot of Father God and being a daughter or son in that place. So in the episode that Harmony did last week, she defines the orphan spirit as humans being rooted in a father or mother wound. And so, like I said before, there's this abandonment, there's rejection that we're feeling of emotional, spiritual, physical, or mental needs. And so we believe lies that we're not worthy, that we're not capable of love. And so even if there's love that's coming at us, if someone's giving you a compliment or if someone's encouraging you, you don't receive it because you don't even believe the basic foundation, I'm worthy of love because I'm made in the image of my father. Because when you spend time with your father, You become like him. You become like the one who made you. Father God is who made you. Yes, your earthly parents created you, birthed you physically, but they're not your original makers. That's Father God. From before the beginning of time, he knew all the hairs on your head. He knew the plans that he had for you, plans not to harm you, plans for you to be prosperous. The enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy But God has come to bring life and bring life abundantly. And so we love our earthly parents. We honor our earthly parents. Even if they were hurtful, we pray that God transforms them if they were hurtful or did not meet our needs because they were hurt. They were an orphan. Okay, so you can have an orphan spirit even if you had earthly parents. Some other things that we do when we come from this place of, I don't know who I am, this orphan spirit, is that we work really hard and we strive. And so we do things to earn love. And honestly, this does come from a lot of the way that we were raised. Again, well-meaning parents, well-meaning people. I do the same thing for my kids. So my kids are learning this. So I'm trying to learn myself. How do I be a daughter and just receive? Being a good son or daughter is learning how to receive and being in that place of, okay, fill me up so that I can go fill others. And so not striving. It's not about being lazy, but it's not about trying hard for worth. You're worthy without doing 
anything. We also need to be rooted and grounded in people who are wise. We need to have a Christian community. We need to have a Christian church. It doesn't mean you can't be around non-Christians. Actually, I think that's the opposite. We need to be salt and light in the world. I think sometimes people only are around Christian people. And I think that can also limit us as well because being around people who maybe trigger you a little bit is a good thing because that helps you to become more like God. You get bothered, you get offended. Ooh, why are you offended? Why are you bothered? What's going on there? Is there some bitterness that you have? Is there some forgiveness that you need to extend to someone? Again, it's John 15. It's taking away the dead branches. We need to be thankful if the Lord brings something up. A lot of times our position is, oh, that's that person's fault. And we get offended and we point the finger. Whenever we're offended, it has more to do with us than the other person. In the episode notes, I will actually post a video about blame. Um, Brene Brown has an awesome, you know, short video with a commercial in it, which talks about blame and how the opposite of blame is accountability. And so when we're able to take accountability for what we do, then there's no blame. And the opposite of that is it's your fault. We get offended and we're blaming other people. In the spiritual world, we call this the spirit of offense. And so we're not getting offended. There's also some great books about being unoffended. So I can put the links of those as well. So I hope that this episode has been helpful. I'm really wanting us to step into this place of being more confident in who we are, more confident in our identity, and recognizing where the lies of the enemy can take over in very secret ways. I think the orphan spirit is actually covering the world. And I think even our government operates from this place because we care more about what other people think, working really hard and striving to prove that I'm worthy, that I have all these peacock feathers, that I'm more important than this person, that I'm smart, that I'm valuable. Look at all the things that I have. And again, there's nothing wrong with, you know, going to school. I got letters behind my name. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's the heart intent behind it. The Lord knows your heart. And that's where I feel like there's some of you who you actually are sitting at the feet of Jesus and you're doing all of the things. You're doing your devotion. You're reading your word. You're taking time in worship and you're not allowing yourself to just receive to just be a daughter, to just be a son and recognize that, wow, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And allow yourself to just sit in that place of the true identity of who you are. You are enough right now, right where you're at. You don't need to strive. You don't need to put pressure on yourself. You're doing enough. Now allow yourself to just receive, just be a son be a daughter. When we sit with our Papa God, when we sit at the feet of Jesus, we become more like him. And that means we get to have fun. We get to play in the kingdom. We just get to be a little kid. It's why I keep saying that, sitting at his feet and being a little kid. Because when you think about being a little kid, you don't have the pressure. Romans 8.15 says, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. 16 says, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, 
heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Leif Hetland has an awesome sermon where he uses three chairs to describe this orphan spirit. And he has chair one, chair two, and chair three. Chair one is we're children of God. We're in this place where we know who we are. We know our identity, where it talks about in Romans 8.15. Chair two is we are saved. We believe the gospel that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. But in chair two, we are stressed. We are running around like a chicken with our heads cut off. And in that place, we are maybe grumbling at our kids, grumbling at our spouse. We're thinking some negative thoughts about ourselves. We're starting to get in some condemnation. We're allowing the enemy to come in and where we're believing some lies about ourselves. We're still saved, but we're in chair two. And then chair three is where you don't believe the gospel. You are not saved. So that's basically the rest of the world. And what life talks about is often we are in chair two. And we spend a lot of time there and it's not the way that God designed us. And so my prayer for you today is that you can be in chair one, that you can be on that place. Even if you have things that you're dealing with that's difficult, you can be in chair one. You can be in the presence of the Lord, no matter your circumstances, and that you can shift yourself back, even if something happens, and that you start to gain this attunement, this awareness if you kind of get off, like what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode, where in John 15, it talks about taking away the dead branches, that if something happens or you're starting to get offended by someone or you're bothered by something, it's a cue for you to take it to the Lord and say, Lord, what is it that I have going on? And he's able to bring you right back because James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. So every good and perfect gift is from above. So if we're thinking on something that's not good and perfect, it's not from the Lord. That doesn't mean you're bad, okay? Remember, we're children of God. So if something shows up in your mind and it's not good and it's not perfect, That doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It means you need to bring it to the Lord and say, Holy Spirit, help me. What is it that I need to do? Give me insight. Give me wisdom. Give me revelation. And then you bring it to him and you say, oh man, let's say you got offended by someone. All you need to do is just repent and say, God, I repent for getting offended. Thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for washing me with your blood and aligning me with you. Come Holy Spirit and fill me with your presence, with your dunamis power align me with you and you wait for him to shift you back to chair one to that position of being a little kid sitting at his feet where you feel the peace come back in so holy spirit we thank you for this episode i thank you for this time and this space for the listeners to be able to recognize their true identity and to be able to grow in confidence of living in this place of being a child of god And that when things start to bubble up, when a little stress comes in, when an offense shows up, that it's no big deal. They can use it as a cue to bring it to you, get comfort from you, get insight, revelation, and wisdom, and come back to that place of sitting at your feet. And so I just pray for wisdom and revelation over every single one of the listeners right now to be able to operate at this place of confident identity of who they are as sons and daughters of Christ. Because we need to be a strong body. 
we need to all operate from this place of confidence of how we have been designed. And even if we're dealing with difficulties, Lord, I pray that you give them the strength and the courage to be able to keep coming back to being at your feet, to just sitting there and receiving. I pray for the grace for the listeners to be able to receive and just allow themselves to just be. They don't need to strive. They don't need to try hard because the gospel is a free gift. I pray blessings on their families, on their finances, and I declare that they are excellent of soul. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.